Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily with some very important market commentary today. Uh, we're coming off the, this morning's CPI print, which actually was a little bit of a beat if you call 8.5% inflation rate a beat. Uh, but uh, here to comment on this and a number of things is our good friend Rob Sin, aka CEO Technician, who is joining us on vacation. I appreciate your time, Rob. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, Trevor. It's great to be back on the show. And actually, I have to start off by saying that I'm grateful that you had me on towards the end of June and made me look smart for a moment <laughs> when I, I got bullish when everybody was bearish and uh, the S&P was, I don't know, floundering around 3,700 or something. Gold was on fumes. Mining stocks were getting obliterated every day. Uh, it's quite a change in the last six to seven weeks, a change in sentiment, a change in prices for a lot of things. And obviously we have this CPI news this morning, which was, I guess, the first really encouraging, you know, inflation data that we've had in 2022. Uh, yeah. Can you call eight and a half percent inflation <laughs> encouraging? I mean, I, I, I get I get the silver lining, but holy cow, man. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is pretty ironic um, <laughs> when you think about the headline. The year-over-year -year print is actually eight point five percent, and everybody's happy about it. But yeah, markets are made on the margin. Markets are an expectations game, as we know very well. And actually, the the month-over-month -month headline was actually a smidge negative. It was negative point zero two percent. So. Uh, I, I get it. I get why the S&P's above 4,200 this morning and the dollars dropping against the euro. But it is pretty funny. I mean, it is pretty funny. And then, you know, when we compare, we got this quote unquote blowout jobs number on Friday and everybody was saying, oh, no, they're going to have to hike 75 basis points in September. And I even kind of got sucked into that narrative for a couple of days. And then I said, hold on a second. This jobs number was actually, you know, you have to look underneath the surface. You can't just go off the headline number, even though obviously a lot of traders do, at least in the first few minutes, you know. Um, but that jobs data was really not all that great. Um, it, the headline number made it seem much stronger than it actually was. And we continue to see the labor force participation rate dropping. So there's a there's just a huge swath of Americans that are not part of the you know labor force that aren't being counted in all this data. Yeah, uh, I mean we can we can go back and hash out some intricate line items from both the CPI data and the jobs number from last week. I think on the on the cover of this morning's CPI, from what I saw, is really this. This drop was on the back of energy prices. Gasoline prices have been coming down. Uh, you know, we're also getting into kind of the end of summer uh, where, you know, driving demand is going to decrease. But we'll see how energy prices maybe fluctuate as we get into some changing weather patterns into the fall and winter where heating costs are going to go up. Um, the jobs number was really quite interesting, too, on the back of jobs. What I saw was services prices going up. Uh, and I would assume the cost of labor is also going to go up here on the back of that. You know, we're not out of the weeds here, Rob, and I think that's kind of one of the things that I had been writing about in MSD Extra the last couple of days is 
you know, I don't know if this is anything more than just a technical bounce off those 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 lows uh, from both technical resistance and sentiment. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Yeah, I completely agree with that assessment. Um, yeah, and obviously the the drop in CPI was mainly due to oil prices falling from 120 to 90 uh, over that month. And I and I actually thought that the, the the June print that we got a month ago that freaked everybody out that got that, that actually coincided with a major low in markets was uh, it, it was it it was the the headline number was hotter than it actually was it, it made it look worse than i think it actually was and i maybe on the other side of that this number was a little bit more tame than inflation actually is but this will smooth out over many months and to see a real um to see the, the fed actually talk about stopping the rate hiking cycle i think we're going to need to see three reports in a row with a clear downward trend as far as the actual stock market, if we use the S&P 500, I think that we're, we're pretty much near the top of this rebound here. I think we could get up to 4250. We're at 4205 right now. I'm really not optimistic that the S&P can get past 4250, at least in the next several weeks. And if we look at the midterm cycle, uh, the way that the you know, midterm uh, you know, election cycle goes for the stock market, uh, what we normally see is a peak in August, usually the you know, middle of August. So that would give us about another week of this rally you know, prior to it keeling over you know, into September. Then we get a downdraft into September and then the market rallies you know, into the end of the year. So it kind of makes sense with, with what my charts show that, that we're due for a, a pullback, but this pullback could very well put in place a higher low for stocks. Yeah, that wouldn't that be interesting? Uh, it, we'll see. I mean, I, I think all along, you know, the, this this bear market move isn't over. I think we're just getting a rebound, but you know, we will see. Crazier things have happened, but I do question what this this economic data, the CPI, the jobs numbers, how it kind of plays into the maneuvers of the Federal Reserve with this tightening cycle and this rate hiking cycle. Uh, so let's let's open up this conversation, Rob. You know, my my thought is with a with the lagging indicators of the jobs numbers and also CPI this morning. Uh, I don't think seventy five basis point rate hike is off the table yet, and and I I. Am concerned with the implications such a move would have on precious metals because it feels like this bounce in precious metals has really been on the back of expectations of the Fed slowing that cycle or even easing at some point because of recession fears. Um, you know, could we be in kind of just choppy nowhere, no, you know, no man's land here with precious metals? Yeah, absolutely, we could be. Uh, I think it got gold got way too oversold down at 1678 uh, several weeks ago, um, and now we've mean reverted back to the low 1800s. I think that gold clearly has a price magnet at 1800, as we've seen in 2021 and 2022. It keeps coming back to this level, no matter what happens and how far it rallies to the upside or sells off to the downside. 
it, it just keeps coming back. You know, clearly this is a, a, a fair value for, you know, for gold, you know, at this point in time. And to really see gold break back above 1900, silver move back above, let's say 22 or 23, uh, most likely we will need to see the Fed wave the white flag. That doesn't mean that the Fed has to say we're going to cut and we're going to start quantitative easing again, but it does mean that the Fed has to say we're done hiking or we're going to be done after this next one. Uh, I agree with you. I think 75 basis points in September would be bearish for precious metals. Uh, based upon everything I see out there today, I think it'd be bearish for, for, for stocks in general too. Uh, obviously, expectations are now back to 50 basis points in September and then potentially two more quarter point hikes through year end that will get us to 3.5% on the Fed funds rate. But what we really need to do is also watch the 10 year because the 10 year yield is, is basically market based. The Fed has little say over the 10 year and the 10 year is telling us what inflation, uh, you know, expectations are. And the market has low inflation expectations, you know, looking out 10 years, actually the market thinks that inflation is going to stay well under 3% longer term. So we, you know, we do want to um, stay focused on what, you know, what the 10 year is doing and also what the, you know, yield curve is saying, because right now it's inverting, which is basically saying that uh, to just simply put the economy is going to decelerate sharply over the next couple of years. Yeah, it's been quite the inversion, actually. It's been a pretty wide inversion on that yield curve, I believe. Yeah, it's the deepest inversion in uh, more than a decade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where does this leave? Well, let's separate the two, Rob, here. Since we are on mining stock day, let's talk mining stocks. I want to start with the uh, the gold producers. You said earlier you feel gold is appropriately valued here uh i i also agree with you there uh but we're also seeing those high energy costs uh, uh dwindling down from 120 dollar a barrel of oil down to 90. Uh, obviously this is going to help increase those margins of gold producers the gdx has had a nice little run here and bounce off those bottoms uh where where do investors go from here is are, are those gold big gold miners looking a little bit more attractive here yeah, you know, it's really interesting. We had the Newmont quarterly report a couple weeks ago, and the report was absolutely dreadful. Uh, it was probably the worst quarter I've ever seen a big gold miner, you know, generate. Uh, it's just like cost blowouts across their business, uh, all kinds of operational challenges. Like in Australia, they had to shut down an operation for six weeks because they had one positive COVID case and just like insane stuff. Uh, and, and I think that's like a kitchen sink uh, quarter where you literally had a company put out the worst possible quarter they could possibly. Um, and that coincided with a major price load. Now, Newmont hasn't really bounced much, but uh, I think the fact that it got so oversold and the fact that even after I listened to that quarterly report, uh, and went through it, I, I was like, damn, uh, gold mining sector just sucks. You know, like I, I'm getting bearish <laughs> as I listen to the call and read the sector. I'm like, oh, but then I look at the chart and I put on my trader hat and I'm like, hold on. 
a lot of this is priced in. In fact, it might be completely priced in. So I, I think we, we got a sentiment washout there at the end of last month in the gold miners. And I think that we are set for an August rally. Uh, how much is that rally going to be? I don't know. Um, but mm. most likely, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're going to uh, trend higher here in August, probably through Labor Day in the U.S. And then just going out to bigger picture, longer term gold chart, like the weekly chart, do a like draw a weekly line chart get rid of all the moving averages all the indicators just make the chart as simple as possible like make it a four or five year uh you know weekly chart and double bottom at 1700 march 2021 and then last month so basically you can just round it off to 1700 there's a double bottom in the gold chart and i think we re we reached peak hawkishness from the Fed. That doesn't mean that the Fed is not going to hike more. It just means that the pace of hiking is going to slow because if they go above 4% on the Fed funds, they're, they're going to blow everything up. And they know that. So yeah, we might very well get to 4% on the upside, but market prices are made on the margin. Market sentiment reached a hawkish peak probably a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And now we're you know reeling that in here just just step by step even though the cpi is likely to be choppy we might have an upside surprise you know a month from now who knows but it's likely that we've reached peak inflation and peak hawkishness but it's going to be messy on the way down so we talked about the the major producers in the metals. Let's talk about the explorers and the juniors. We are seeing some nice rebounds happening. Uh, the silver the explorers uh, seem to be doing pretty dang well here. Obviously bouncing off those uh, tumultuous low in the silver price, but that seems to be rebounding nice. The gold explorers, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. Some of them are responding positively. Others are not. A little bit more of a choppy pace here. Uh, than their than their silver relatives, you know, how are you kind of approaching uh, speculating in the exploration sector recently? Just stick with my knitting, you know, my favorite names, you know, like a Banyan Gold. I listened to you talk to Tara; it was a great interview, a uh, great site visit. It sounded like, uh, uh, you know, Endurance Gold just keeps putting out great numbers, you know, with their program. Um, yeah, ju just sticking with my favorite names, the ones I have the most confidence in, and honestly, the ones, with, with, you, know, with, you, know, uh, you know, with the best charts. Now, I, I am bottom fishing a little bit here and there, and, and there's a name that I don't want to say yet because I'm still buying it but uh you know a little bit of bottom fishing but I'm still 30% cash so I was like 30% cash you know at the end of June I'm still 30% cash uh just uh you know selling a little here and there and then buying a little bit more of my favorites all right all right Rob uh, thanks so much for your time we'll let you go and get back to your uh, get back to your time there uh hope you're having a great uh, little holiday jaunt and appreciate it my friend Thank you very much, Trevor. I appreciate it as well. All right, that's your market commentary today. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the morning briefing. Have a great evening, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. 
Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.